How do we stop and notice that incredible, holy things happen to us every day? My name is Rabbi Lauren Holtzblatt, and this is Awake, Finding the Holy in the Everyday. When you listen, I hope you'll take a few minutes to pause, to open yourself to the possibility that holiness, connection, and presence are around us all of the time. Hi, everybody. So last night, we had finished dinner in our house, and I was craving a sweet. And so I went to the cabinet, and there was a chocolate chip cookie, and it was the last one. And I looked at it and thought, I don't need that. I shouldn't be having that. But I kind of want it. And so I ate it. And after you eat one chocolate chip cookie, it's hard to not go back and want to eat another one or some kind of chocolate or sweet or sugar. It's like those addictive things that we go towards that just taste so delicious. And about 10 minutes later, sometimes after you've overdone it, you wish you could go back. I started to think about the Yetzer, which is, um, we have, if you think about it, two, the rabbis talk about two different sides of ourselves, the Yetzer Hatov, our, our good inclination, and the Yetzer Hara, our, you know, our negative inclination. And um, if we could live only in the Yetzer Hatov, uh, we would only want to do the most loving, amazing things. We would be the most disciplined people. We would get everything on our list done. But that's actually not how God created us. God created us with both. And I remember this story, which is in the Talmud, which is from the Tractate Yoma. It goes like this. The rabbis were trying to destroy the Yetzer Hara, that negative inclination, and the rabbis cried out to God, and they said, we don't want the Yetzer Hara anymore. It has destroyed the sanctuary, burned the temple, killed the righteous, driven all of Israel into exile, and it's still dancing in our midst. And so the rabbis ordered a fast for three days, and then the Yetzer came out from the Holy of Holies like a fiery lion. And at that moment, a prophet of Israel said to them, fine, cast him in a lead barrel. But the Yetzer said to them, realize that if you kill me, the world is finished. So the rabbis did it. They put him in a barrel and they held him for three days. But then they looked in the whole land of Israel and not an egg could be found. So they asked, what shall we do now? And they put out his eyes and they let him go. So the rabbis want to get rid of the Yetzer. They want to banish him from the earth. And they're given the permission to do that. But they realize when the Yetzer isn't around that something changes about the world. Not an egg could be found. Nobody, not even the animals, wanted to have sex when the Yetzer was banned. Without the Yetzer, there's no possibility for life. No desire without the Yetzer. We would lack ambition. We would lack anger, a certain intensity of living. So they learn that banishing it is not possible, that we need it. So if we need it, what do we do with it? How do we live with it? So the rabbis cripple it in this story by taking out its eyes. But in real life, 
What they actually did was they created a system to harness it, to contain it, to use its energy for good in the world and to contain its possibility for evil. And so here's my example for you today. My example is eating, which is something that we do every single day in order to stay alive. We certainly have, I'll speak for myself, lots of Yatesers associated with eating. Think about Thanksgiving, that gluttony, right? I can picture the table right now. The delicious turkey, for those of you who are not vegetarians, even if you're a vegetarian, I'm sure you have something delicious on your table. Cranberry sauce, stuffing, sweet potatoes, regular potatoes, roasted vegetables, different kinds of breads. I mean, it's delicious. And I can picture myself on every Thanksgiving when I've reached my limit and I know that if I eat one more thing, it will be gluttonous. But the Yatesair wants me to keep going. There's just this beautiful spread in front of me and I can fit just a little bit more. And so you stuff yourself a little bit more and you find that you are then ill <laughs> and you cannot move. So it's a silly example, but the reason I like to give this example is because eating is something we come into contact with every day. It's something we need to stay alive. And so the rabbis created a container around it. What did they do? They said, of course, we need to eat. We need to come into contact with food, something that's going to sometimes cause us to feel extra desire when we don't need it, gluttony, right, to cause us to eat and drink too much because the, f the desire for food. So they created a system around it, and they said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to acknowledge the food by making brachot, by, by making blessings before we eat it. So we actually have to look at what we're eating before we eat it. And we're going to bless after we eat. So we know when we say the meal is now done. I have now eaten what I needed to eat and I'm going to bless it. So there's a beginning and an end to our meals. And they created rules of kashrut so that to say to us, I actually cannot eat everything I want to eat whenever I want. There's a separation between meat and milk. There's a separation of meats that may smell quite delicious but are actually not available to me because they're not within the system of structure. So I must interact with the Yetzer every day. I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat delicious things. But I have tools to help me so that I don't overdo it, so that I can stay within the boundaries of something that actually I can have control over. And sometimes I'm going to do it really well, and sometimes I'm not. But I'm going to continue interacting with it, and there's a way to get back on the path if I fall off. And for me, that's, I think, the most important lesson about the Yetzer Hara. So much of our lives we spend thinking things that are negative in my life I should run away from. I should keep myself away from. I shouldn't have those thoughts. But the rabbi said is, it's not about not having the thoughts. It's about noticing them, recognizing them, and then creating holy containers so that we keep those thoughts, desires, gluttonous behavior in check so that we have the potential to stay on a path of holiness and have these laws and values help us to live good, connected, meaningful, mindful lives. Thank you so much for listening. Before I go, you can always check out more episodes at addisisrael.org slash awake or on Apple Podcasts. 
please make sure to hit subscribe. Rate us five stars and leave a review to let us know you like the show. It helps us to get the word out. Finally, you can email us at awake at addisisrael.org to give feedback about the show. Let us know what you like and what you want to hear more of. Thank you for listening. And I'm wishing you a holy encounter this week.